name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, the one God, amen. Today's gospel reading is about the parable of the sower and the seeds, and it's found in the three first gospels, they call the synoptic gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke. And Jesus was famous uh, speaking the parables, and they're like short stories, and there's always a catch to it at the end. There's a reason for Christ mentioning this, and in these parables is always a certain message that wasn't for the normal common people. It was always for the believers who understood and wanted to know what Christ was saying. And throughout the Gospels, there was around 30 of these parables that Christ mentioned. Um, mostly, they were teaching spiritual truths about Christianity and the life of Christ himself. For a rural community living off their crops, sowing was absolutely essential for survival and most of the men would go out and sow and do their plantations and agriculture. The mere act of sowing gave hope to the nation because when they sow in the right way, they will have fruitful plantations and a fruitful harvest. And in this example, Christ is saying that I give the words, but there are different hearts and different ears. People hear differently. We're not all the same. Each one of us is different. We perceive difference and we hear difference. The sower threw seeds everywhere. And usually in those days, there was a lot of stone and rock. There wasn't only the, uh, the fresh uh, soil that we have now, but there was always thorns and, and, and rocks and pavings. And when he, the sower would throw the seed, a lot will go on the others. And a lot of things happen during this time, and that's why there's a lot of, not a lot of produce of 100% of the seeds that were thrown. Some would be catched, caught by birds, or animals eat them. Some will sprout and wither away because of the weather, a very hot, uh, humid weather. And also, some of the seeds would come out choked by many of the weeds. But finally, a small amount yields fruit during this time. Jesus' story today, <clears throat> he gives us a warning. The seed cannot mature into good fruit without the proper conditions for the growth. The proper conditions. And the prophet Jeremiah, many hundred years before Christ, mentioned this also in Jeremiah 4.3. He said, Break up your fallow ground and sow not among thorns. Prepare the grounds and do not sow where there is thorns. The sower in the parable scattered one and the same kind of seed. They're the same seed, but they're different grounds 
our Lord, God expresses the same word, but each one of us hears it in a different way. And we give fruits in different ways. But what is the point of today's story? Jesus' parable of the sower is aimed at everyone. The people who listen and the people who don't listen. So each one of you are listening to me right now, but sometimes you might be wondering somewhere else, one or two of you. That's normal. We do that during our prayers also. But for those who are listening to me, now those who weren't listening are listening, they would take the words that I'm saying right now. Some of you would take it inside, ponder about it, think about it while you're sitting here and think about how you'll fix yourself. And some of you will take the words once you're out of this church, or out of the doors of the church, because of the cares of the world and all the disturbances and the stress and the plagues and the diseases and politics and your studies and work, you'll forget what was said. And if I ask you, do you remember what was read in the Pauline, the Catholic and the Acts epistles? A majority of you won't remember. That's a fact. But for those who are listening, blessed are you. We're different, we're all different. And I'll give you an example. When Christ himself went to the, the rich young ruler who came to him and asked him, how should I be saved? And he said, Christ said, sell everything that you have, give to the poor and come follow me. But because this young ruler who's very rich, he had a lot of positions, it wasn't, he didn't understand it, he didn't comprehend it. How can I do this? Doesn't make sense. So he didn't. And he supposedly lost his life. And then we come to a simple person called Anthony, the Anthony the Great or the Anthony of all the monks who was in church and listened to a simple priest saying the same words, go sell what you have and give to the poor. And he actually acted upon it and he did it. He went and sold everything and he was rich too. He had a lot of possessions and he was saved and his name spreads throughout the world. Every monk and nun is under his name. Two different people. One will listen from Christ himself and from God's word and won't act upon it, but will be affected by you sometimes. If you say a word to someone out there on the road, a kind word, or do a kind gesture out of Christianity, or out of your simple love, people will change from you. And as priests, we see this a lot. Wherever we go, in any place we go to, people come and talk to us. They would say, you look different, who are you? Some will say, your eyes say a lot, they comfort. You know, we see this a lot. And we catch people this way. This is why it's important that we stay in our own traditional dress, our own traditional way, because people see us and they would understand who we are, where we come from. The idea is that there is a different way of hearing God's word, and they produce different kinds of fruit. 
See, you cannot give what you don't have. Isn't that right? If you don't have money, you can't give. But you can give other things. You cannot proclaim what you do not have knowledge of. If you're a person who is not knowledgeable, doesn't read a lot, doesn't hear the politics, doesn't read his scripture, doesn't do anything, just sits and lives in La La Land, watches TV, is like a potato, then you're not going to give anything. You won't be able to give to your children. You won't be able to give to your wife. You won't be able to teach yourself. The only way to do this is by reading, by studying, by going out there and, and learning and doing something. But why do we need to grow? Why do we need nourishment? Why do we have to take in? Because if you don't do that, you won't be able to live a wise life. The only way to do this is communicating. Communicating between each other and communicating between heaven and earth. Having that connection between you and God will know, give you knowledge and give you wisdom. The parable today of the sower and the seed was actually directed to the disciples themselves. The Lord in this parable explained his work and what will happen to his disciples during their service. He's saying, don't be dismayed when people don't hear what you say, won't understand, will reject you. They rejected Christ himself. When you go out there, people will not listen to you. People will take your word and change it around. Isn't that true in, in our lives, in common lives? We cause problems when we do that. If someone says to you something about someone else, they might mean something good, not to hurt that person. But if you don't like this person, dislike this other person that we're talking about, you would relate it in a different way because your heart doesn't like that person. So it's a problem in our lives. You have to be careful. When someone says to you something about someone else, take it in a good way. If it's in a negative way, then don't relate it, don't take it in. Ask God to forgive the person, ask God to help the person. But do not relate it to someone else in a different way because you hate that person, you dislike that person. You cause a lot of problems to the individual and you can destroy that other person's life. We do that a lot. Be careful of that. Today I just want to end up with telling you the relationship between the ear, what we hear from, and the heart. The ear and the heart work together closely for our spiritual growth. The ear hears 
And the heart listens. The ear, you hear from it, and your heart listens and acts upon what you hear. The ear catches the seeds, and the heart nurtures it. It is amazing that the word ear is between the word heart. So you have H, and then ear, and then the T at the end, heart. And if you put the left ear with the right ear, it gives you the symbol of the heart. The messengers in Jesus' parable this morning has the power to change us, to make us more like him, to move our hearts towards him. Be ourselves, but in Christ. Find Christ if you can't find him. If you don't have that connection with him, find him, look for him, search for him, knock for him, he will answer. We can't do it alone, but we can only do it with God's help. Glory be to God for and ever. Amen.